JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Morning, Mike. Yes, jobs and tech, zero bad news. Yeah, firing is the new hiring. Um, so, um, zero. So, okay, move on. Something um, I would say. <laughs> um, so, zero's joined the, the yeah, joined all the mega cat tech and software companies that are, that are now shedding staff. So, we're seeing quite a lot of it, haven't we? Amazon, Alphabet, Microsoft, Yahoo. Now, zero. Um, now, we still see zero as being a New Zealand company, even though it's not listed on the NZX anymore. It's listed on the ASX. So they've joined the list of companies retreating from the hiring done. In many cases in the pandemic period, remember that when everyone was at home online. And, and let's not forget, this is an important factor too, money was free. So you could go out and do stuff, you know, because you think, oh, well, you know, this doesn't work out. We'll just go borrow some money because that doesn't cost anything. Well, money is not free anymore. Uh, Zero's move was described in a release to ASX as a program to streamline operations, to realign the business drive greater operating leverage, better balance growth and profitability, which all means one thing, doesn't it? Although there's a new word in here, Mike, they are reshaping the organisational structure. What it basically means, they're reducing headcount by 700 to 800 roles. That's approximately 15% of the workforce. Uh, more details will be released by zero in May. Uh, my understanding here, Mike, is that this will bring the workforce back to similar levels as seen in late 2021. Now, in the past 12 months, they've added 724 staff. So on the face of it, it's quite a swift reversal of the recent hiring practice, not necessarily going to be the same people. They're trying to, say, trying to strike a balance between still growing the business but improving profitability. You may ask, what is the catalyst behind this? Well, they have a new CEO. Sukinder Singh Cassidy uh, was announced as CEO in November, uh, has been officially in place uh, since the start of February, so a busy first few weeks for Singh Cassidy. Uh, she is based in the US. Uh, they are still, that's not the only thing they're doing. They're also shutting down a business called Waddle. Uh, it was a cloud-based lending platform. And here's the thing, they only acquired that in 2020. So clearly that's not worked out, has it? And will involve a write-down of 30 to 40 million in the FY23, financial year 23. The share price has been a bit rocky, uh, peaked in November 21. It's almost half since then, but the market liked this announcement. Okay. Um, so you hire them, you fire them, the share price goes up, um, end up over 10%, so more than a billion dollars onto market capitalization. But this spending, it doesn't appear we're learning our lesson. We're not cooling our jets here. I don't think so. You know, the spending figures released yesterday, this is February electronic card transaction data, and if you sift through all the various numbers, spending does look like it's still holding up. So you've got values in this, uh, what we call ECT data. They're not adjusted for price changes, so we've talked about this before. You spend the same amount of money, but you actually get less. Um, if you look at seasonally adjusted numbers January to February, they're virtually unchanged. There will be some price effects in there, although it's not a lot over the course of one month. Compare Feb 23 to Feb 22, you got a big jump over that 12-month period. But I think you've got to be a bit careful with that number because the Feb 22 number to me looks quite soft compared to Jan 22 and March 22, so I'm not reading too much into that. Spending definitely did lift in Feb 23 compared to the previous month across most categories. Uh, consumables was resilient, apparel fell back. Total cut, total card spending, not just retail, total card spending did fall. Mm. Um, uh, but that, I think you can relate that to the effects of Cyclone Gabrielle. Uh, Hospo looks like it's suffered. We could blame the weather there, I suspect. Look at a high-level mic. No, I'm not sure we're seeing a discernible change in spending patterns. RBNZ still has work to do. 
and the next few months are going to be distorted in this because of post-flood spending, post-cycling spending. So it's still going to be tricky to see what's actually going on. What are the numbers? Uh, the U.S. market uh, sort of relatively unchanged. The Dow Jones is down small, 32,774. That's down 23 points at the moment. The S&P 500 is down 4 points, 3987. And the Nasdaq is up 8 points, 11,584. Uh, the FTSE 100 lost 0.6%, closed at 7879. Uh, the Nikkei gained 0.6%, uh, closing at 28,623. Shanghai Composite down 7. 3276. The ASX 200 gained three points yesterday. 7311 was the close there. And the NZX 50 uh, lost a quarter of a percent, closing at 11,826. One New Zealand dollar will buy you 0.6128 US, 0.9268 Aussie, 0.5795 Euro. 0.5140 pounds, 83.59 Japanese yen, gold $1,826.42, and Brent crude has had a, a fairly quiet week, $83.11 as we speak. We have appreciated your expertise as always, Andrew Callagher, jmiwealth.co.nz.